Welcome to 5-Minute Real Estate Investing. Each day, we'll share one specific tip for active real estate investors or passive LPs in 5 minutes or less. Here's your host, Sean O'Dowd, Managing Director of Scholastic Capital. Good morning. Happy February 12th, 2024. Chiefs won the Super Bowl last night. I'm a little tired, a lot of coffee, but today we're going to talk about should you overpay for real estate? And it's when you phrase the question that way, the answer is obvious. It's like, no, you shouldn't overpay for real estate. Optionally, we could all buy real estate at the lowest price possible. We can invest in GPs that are buying real estate at the lowest price possible. However, I actually firmly believe that overpaying for real estate, and we'll define what that means in a little bit, is actually an intelligent strategy when we're talking about long-term buy and hold real estate. Now, if you're doing something different, if you're doing repositionings for multifamily units, if you're doing flips, whatever it might be, maybe overpaying is not the best strategy. But let's let's talk about overpaying in the context of a long-term buy and hold. For example, there's a couple different properties on the market that you're considering buying. One house is asking $400,000, one is asking $425,000, and one is asking $450,000. Now, all three of the houses are decent buys. They all have attributes about them that make you think that they're going to be cash flow positive for the in the long run. But the $450,000 house is definitely and undoubtedly the best house. It's in the best shape. It's got the least amount of work to it. And its location is best for the next 10, 15, 20 years. Like you feel best about the $450,000 house. In my opinion, the answer there is to always buy the $450,000 house. It's the best piece of real estate. And yes, it's more than the $400,000 house. And it's more than the 425k house. But it's the best one. So it's worth paying up that added price for that property. Now, that's actually a relatively counterintuitive thing you'd, you'd think for most real estate investors. Most real estate investors want to purchase and most GPs want to purchase the home at the lowest possible price. It's easier to return capital that way. It's easier for you to be cash flow positive that way because you've just got less debt payments each month. But if you're being conservative with your leverage, if you're doing 65% LTV or less, then buy the right house, pay up that added money. In the grand scheme of things, it is not that big of a deal. So that's number one, just on the upside. But number two on the, we'll call it the maintenance near term. Let's say you buy the $450,000 house instead of the 425k house. Your 450k house, you're paying 25 25 grand more, but you're also amortizing that over a 30-year period, 12 payments per year if you're doing using fixed 30-year debt. In the grand scheme of things, you're not paying that much more per month for that house. And remember, that house is in the best shape. If you buy the $425,000 house and then you need to replace an HVAC in a year, you're upfront going to be $5,000 into that HVAC. It's a lot cheaper from a cost of capital perspective to amortize the payments for that over a 30-year period than it is to do the 425k house and then end up having to get a 5k hit right off the bat. Again, there's a lot of rationale that you can think about this in either direction, but in my strong opinion, it is worth paying up for quality and location when we're talking real estate. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode. In the interim, if there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. My area of expertise slash where I'm most able to help concentrates on residential real estate and strategy. 
I'm the managing director of Scholastic Capital, a real estate fund that buys single-family homes in highly elite school districts and then rents those homes to tenants on three-plus-year leases. I began my career at Boston Consulting Group, also known as BCG, and graduated with honors from the Wharton School. If there's anything I can do to help you, please feel free to reach out. And if not, I'll see you tomorrow.